live from the Keltec Studios. It's Arms Room Radio with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. And you can connect with these guys right now. Call the Arms Room Radio hotline 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Arms Room Radio is on the air live coast to coast from the Keltec Studios. Now, here's Mike. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. What a great week. What a whirlwind. You know, what a, what, a, what a great time. We've got a show planned for you today. I hope, uh, hope you got some time to sit here and listen to you because we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time here on Arms Room. You know, we're going to get right around the table. We're going we're gonna to get the people here involved. So if you're sitting at home, you got your graph papers out, you got your pencils, and you're ready, and you want to meet the people around the table, get ready because here we go. Because on my right is my right-hand man. The great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back. His name is Earl. Corporate, He's getting good at counting to seven, isn't he? It's, it's a repetition. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's tough. It's tough, you know, because I'm 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 following the clock when I do it. I'm going one, two, three, four. Yeah, I gotta go. I gotta go around the clock. If I was facing the other way, you know, to be on the fingers, yeah, you'd be, be lost. Separate kind of count going on yeah, exactly. over here. In my 10 o'clock position, sitting off t- to my left a little, across mm-hmm. the table, yeah, yeah. left 10, 10 o'clock position, mm-hmm. is the legal ninja himself, the courtroom assassin. Please welcome back from his cruise with a fresh tan, <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Kevin Maxwell. Irie, man, Irie. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll get into the whole wearing the kilt on the uh, the cruise ship thing. That uh, we, saw, we saw some of those pictures, and um, it uh, it went rather well, I thought. Well, you know, I had a spinal procedure the Friday before we left. Always and, good before you get on oh, a big boat. Yeah. Feeling That's no be swaying pain. Around. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, it was so rough that it was being like rocked to, to sleep by Popeye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really, really hard hoping you, know, you lose your formula. Right. Um, but uh, my staff in my office uh, remembers the last time I had this procedure done. And I was on some yes, painkillers. Yes, he means you, Alec. And, and well, no, no, it wasn't actually Alec that... that uh, told me I wasn't allowed to come back until I wasn't on painkillers anymore because oh. she uh, did not appreciate all that she had to do to undo what I did <laughs> <laughs> while I was... Uh, I'm used to it. M- yeah, moderately uh-huh. impaired. Uh-huh. Like, like white out on the computer <laughs> and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, we, need, we need to change this one. So I, I was not allowed to return to the office until cleared by my wife. And uh, so I, I did work yesterday. I, I was in court. Um, well, I was in a mediation and then I had a telephonic federal court hearing. But uh, the mediation um, was very interesting. When when I get to the point where I think I'm being rude, <laughs> you, you're really, I'm getting nasty. Yeah, right. I, I use some very mean things to the other side in that. Uh, but I was not impaired. I was just angry. Sure. It's one thing to have a represented party lie to you. I'm used to having people lie to me that that I'm trying to get them to say something they it's don't want to say. Part of the job. When the lawyer tells me something that they know is patently untrue, uh, that makes me very angry. You should always be angry with me because as a lawyer, I always tell them something that's patently untrue. Well, there you go. <laughs> it's usually with, with regards to his invoice. Oh. <laughs> it's, uh, 
Yes, I really worked this much time uh-huh, this week. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Liar. Well, let's bring him in. Sitting directly across from me in my 12 o'clock position is the Samurai Sidekick. Welcome back, Mr. Alec Weber. Thanks for having me back. Anytime. Anytime. So so how did, how did it go this week at the office? I picture with him gone, you guys were in Bermuda shorts and sandals. Like he knows what a Bermuda short is. <laughs> Monday was very busy, right. so I had court and stuff, so I was suited up. Right. Um, and, and stuff. And stuff. <laughs> That's uh, the important part. And Tuesday, stuff. I had some client meetings, so I was suited up and stuff. And stuff. That's right. Wednesday, <laughs> I did happen to wear a polo and shorts. There you oh. go. Perfect, perfect. But did you wear flip-flops? No, I wore real shoes. Seekers, so, but real shoes nonetheless. They wore Bermuda shorts because she, he was wearing black socks and dress shoes. <laughs> <laughs> well, the short black socks, that's that's the end thing now. Uh, yeah, but they're really short black socks, not halfway to your oh, knee. Yeah. The only time I wear flip-flops to the office is on the weekends. <laughs> and that if we're meeting a client and, on the weekends, the then I wear real shoes. Wear flip-flops ever is, is never. never. Is never. <laughs> it's a never. girl's shoe, Earl. <laughs> what? I'm comfortable right now. Yeah, they're not flip-flops. Those are flip-flips. They're uh, just, they're man flops. Yeah, man flops. There you go. Man, which is actually something completely different. Man flops. I understand. <laughs> the uh, <laughs> hey, hey, you're confident enough to wear a kilt. I'm confident enough to wear flip flops. I would never wear flip flops even with a kilt. Yeah. I would wear flip flops and it a kilt. Would be a dress. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a moo moo at that point. Yeah. You're that's breathing on both levels. Be that's a moo moo. Hey, also we had a couple of. Uh, couple of birthdays this week also i do want to point out that um it is against a man law and i am a, a card-carrying member of the man law society for one man to wish another man a happy birthday is just is completely unacceptable but i will point out that we did experience some birthdays this week and it wasn't me and it wasn't earl so we'll just we'll, <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll, leave it we'll, go, we'll leave it at that hmm. and mine isn't today right and his wasn't earlier this week and his wasn't earlier this week that's correct that's correct <laughs> Um, so no, uh, notice that lawyerly way of uh, disseminating I, I that information. Said, we, we speak yeah, in tongues. He's nothing. giving information <laughs> without giving any information. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he said nothing. Nothing. Exactly right. Exactly right. It's not the information you're looking for. Hey, just to make you feel older, uh, I, I got a, here's a little little pop quiz for you. Uh, and I, I know we always make Kevin feel older, but it's not because he's old. <laughs> it's just he's older than us. Yeah. He's not yeah. old. He's just older than us. Yeah, exactly. Right. So. Uh, you may not even remember this gentleman's name, Alec. <laughs> uh, it hit me the other day as to, wow, I'm old. I know uh, everybody listening out there is going to is gonna remember, wow, that makes me feel old. This was one of those, wow, this makes me feel old moments this week. Mm-hmm. Did, did you ever watch the MTV back when they had the music on? Oh, and that's yes. all my ch- um, TV was on. Okay. Remember Kurt, L- Kurt Loader? Yes. Kurt Loader. You know, Kurt Loader with MTV News. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. 70. Are you kidding me? Yeah, oh seventy. Are you? Yeah. Oh Kurt, my God. Kurt Loader turned seventy this week. Wow. Okay. Now you know how I feel when they told me about Cronkite. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that one I fell out of the chair on. Yeah, I just fell out of my chair now. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, this week also was uh, VE Day. VE Day, Victory in Europe Day, the 70th, not that any of us were around for this. Kurt Thank Loder you. was. Even Thank Ke- you for that. Even, well, even thank Kevin. you for that. Uh, <laughs> Kurt Loder was, yes. Uh, VE Day uh, happened 70 years ago today, uh, or 70 years ago this week. It happened on the 8th of May, so just a couple days ago that uh, that happened. So for anyone that has family members out there that, that are still with us, 
uh, that were part of that greatest generation. Make sure you you, you reach back, reach out to them, and uh, again, uh, you know, we'd be uh, speaking across a, of German and, and, and Japanese if it wasn't for 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 well, hold on, I've actually got the number here. If it wasn't for 16 million Americans that stood up and raised their right hand and said no, not wow. enough. And those are just the ones that went overseas. Those are not the ones that stayed behind and manned the factories and mm-hmm. and, and supported the war effort from home. So, so again, to the to the greatest generation, uh, you know, just wow as as always. Yes. Wow. All right, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Keltec Studios. When we get back, we got some good good gun stuff to talk to you about. We'll see you after the break. This is the original. The Keltec P3AT with six game-changing innovations. It's the lightest 380 auto pistol ever made. Others may look like it, but in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it turned competitors into copycats. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See the P3AT in action at YouTube slash Keltec Weapons. Have you been thinking about buying an AR rifle, maybe for hunting, sport, or even home protection? There are a lot of them out there on the market. It seems like everybody and their brother has an AR out these days. So why should you choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, there are at least two major reasons. One, the arms room AR rifles are made by veterans and first responders, men and women who know what it's like to depend on a rifle when protecting life and liberty, and the AR rifle in their hands has to function right the first time every time. Two, the Arms Room AR Rifle is made right here in Central Florida with the highest quality materials and standards. Chances are your Arms Room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property. But if it comes to that, wouldn't it be comforting to know that it can? Shop the Arms Room today and check out their vast selection of handguns, shotguns, hunting rifles, Liberty gun safes, and the Arms Room AR Rifle. The Arms Room, East Colonial Drive, a quarter mile west of the Bithlow Raceway. Online at armsroom.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10 percent off. 
listening to Armstrong Radio, live from the kel Studios. Call the Armstrong Hotline right now, 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now, more Armstrong Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the kel Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. How, how long, Kevin? How long was the cruise? How long was the cruise? I don't. I mean, you were on it, right? I, I, I was, but you know, when you <laughs> sleep, when you, when you sleep in that cycle where right. it's like you sleep for four hours, get up and drink until you have to fall asleep again, um, because they didn't want to take a lot of painkillers. Um, you tend to lose track of what day it was, and I don't have a well, calendar with me that I use because I turned my phone off. All right, I'll change my line of questioning then. It How was, many days did you pay for? Uh, I think it was a five-day cruise. Five days, okay. Five days, got it. Just to be clear, is that drinking part of the psychological damage as a result of your auto accident? It is. Okay. It is. I've become moderately... Self-medicating? Self-medicating. There you go. Always on the job, Alec. Always that, on that, the that, job. That, then you guys, everybody listening, please be prepared to accept subpoenas from the time. <laughs> I was in uh, Boston this past week. Yeah, you had a trip. I did have a trip. I went to a bachelor party. And normally when you hear, wow, bachelor party, relatives, let's get together, let's fly to a city none of us have lived in or been to, I'm thinking, you know, one of us is going to jail. You know, I'm thinking there's this is... Las this, Vegas kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, this is, this is going to be a bachelor party. This is going to be great. And it was really great. It was, I mean, of course, you're seeing all your relatives. Guys I haven't seen for a while. We, we try to get together at least once a year. Um, but when we, I, knew what, I knew what tone the bachelor party was going to take when the groom says, Hey, everybody, this is Tom, the best man. He's a priest. So I mean, I immediately knew at, at that point. Eh, okay, we might be sitting at the diner having coffee later. Or it's going to get really weird. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's, it's going to get it's really gonna weird. It's going to go one way, yeah, yeah. or it's going to go another. And, and, I, and I have to. I have and to it, but this is Boston, right? Boston, yes, okay. yes. The Boston yeah, priest really is not going to go weird. It's not. No, no. And I have to say, listen, you know, he my, got all his weird out before he became a priest. When, when yeah. I found out the the best man was a priest, and uh, we were in the foreign town, and and and, and it was. You know, expecting jail. We we found it. We found a very nice median. So it was actually that ended up being a very a very uh, enjoyable time. Uh, uh, I learned a lot of interesting things about Boston, which I'll throw in facts throughout the uh, throughout the show here. But Boston is a uh, is a much smaller town than you anticipate. So I didn't I didn't realize that. Uh, Lots of suburbs. <laughs> there, yeah, I guess I guess maybe that's it. You know, it's it's a. Uh, it's it's oh, it's just a weird town. You know, you, you go somewhere, you drive on a road, and that road is straight. Yeah, not so much in Boston. There's no straight roads in Boston. You, there's no straight sidewalks in Boston. Everything is, you know, looks like it started out 20 years ago. Then there was a mudslide, and they just kind of left it. It just, it just, it's yeah. kind of, it's got a big dip in it. For yeah, some it's just there. It's got some curves. It's got some hills. <laughs> it just, yeah, we'll just stick with it. No, it doesn't matter. We don't need to be going straight. Even the the subways stop for traffic. So. Like, oh, you can take the subway, but don't take that one because it stops for traffic. I saw a train do that mm-hmm. for a turtle once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it told me, told me that story. That's, that's, that's wonderful. Um, hey, while I was up in, uh, up, I actually flew into New York with the relatives, and then we drove to Boston. While we were in New York, uh, another tragedy occurred. I'm sure you guys had already heard about it. The another white, uh, well, doesn't matter. A police officer. Uh, I'm sorry, I said white. It, 
It's just titled that way on the copy here. A police officer in New York was shot and killed. It was actually killed uh, four or five blocks from uh, from uh, family's house. Uh, wasn't wasn't very far away in Queens Village in New York City. Uh, Barack Obama immediately. <laughs> oh, this guy, I, you know, we're having a good time. We're having a good conversation. And I, and I picked up this story, and I get that little twitch going right over here above mm-hmm, my eye. Mm-hmm. This this guy immediately. Uh, you know, we had the the riots in Baltimore last week that were just postponed by the mayor now and the state attorney with their quick charging of these police officers before before the investigation was even complete. By the way, Th- these are the these are the white African Americans. The white African Americans, as declared by MSNBC. Yeah, yeah this this was. Those were not black police officers. They were white African-American police officers. So just like, remember, George Zimmerman is was, was a white Hispanic. Hispanic. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you had to, we had to put the white in there somewhere. So when this uh, thug, Freddie Gray, was killed, uh, three members of the, of the president's cabinet, uh, Cabinet Secretary Broderick Johnson, chair of the Obama administration's My Brother's Keeper Task Force, Heather Foster, an advisor in the White House of Public Engagement, and Elias Alacantara or Alcantara from the Office of Intergovernmental. Inter- Intergovernmental. I don't know what happened there. I couldn't say I that. I don't know. Inter- I've had one of those before. Intergovernmental o- Affairs. O- there o- we I- go. OIA. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, the, those were sent to the funeral in Baltimore. Those three representatives from the president's uh, inner, inner circle, inner sanctum there, were sent to the service in Baltimore. Guess how many were sent to Officer Michael Brown's? You tell me. Uh, excuse me, Brian, I'm sorry. Michael Brown is the officer from Ferguson. This is Officer Brian Moore. Guess how many were sent to Officer None. Brian Moore, 25 they they white near NYPD officer. They didn't send anybody. Didn't send anybody. Again, this this elitist up in the White House sitting there disrespecting the office, sends no one, no one to the funeral. You know, 10,000 fellow officers show up for this for this, for this this hero officer, who, who, by the way, had been with the agency, uh, what is it, just about five years. He had uh, 160 arrests, received two exceptional police service medals, uh, and, and they made sure to tell us in here on his off days, which is Monday. Which is Monday. He always visited his mother, who, by the way, lived in Massapequa, which is where the rest of the family is from. So <laughs> in the course of four hours, I'd, I'd, I'd been in uh, where he worked and where he lived. So it was just a, a weird, odd coincidence. My, uh, my cousin is a new NYPD officer and worked the same precinct as him that day. So another... Uh, Another, just another little connection. This, but this was horrible. I cannot believe that this, uh, you know, elitist. You know, I mean, without uh, incurring FCC fines, you know, is there is there a better word to describe his uh, his self centered uh, position? Uh, this this uh, this gentleman that happens to find I can't even say gentleman. This individual happens to find himself as our president. You know, can you can you think of anything else? Any other way to describe him? He's a white African American. White African American. Well, he's. We know he's. He's. He's Kenyan. You know, just. Just ask him for his birth certificate. That'll clear it right up. We'll just. You know, just take a look at that. Won't have to worry about it. The. 
because it's all public record. I mean, the birth certificates are like stored in the county hospitals and oh, oh, what we we can't get it. We we don't have it. Oh, all right. There was okay. a fire. There was a fire. Yeah. Uh, it was. Uh, they stored his birth certificate actually in an IRS IRS computer on the Hillary Clinton server. That's so. Yes, yeah, that's H- what Hillary emailed it to yeah, uh, she, Lois Lerner. She she did, and so it ended up being gone in the Great Fire of Boston in 1912. <laughs> Something ridiculous. By the way, I learned that this weekend. The Great Fire of Boston. I guess Boston got jealous that Chicago had a fire, so they went and had one themselves. You sure that's not why the construction stopped? You made it. You said it, it looked like everything stopped <laughs> yeah, that was probably after it. 20 years. Yeah. yeah, yeah, could be. Could be it. Uh, yeah. Is it? Is it? Am I? Am I reading this wrong? Is this guy? We, we had the same thing happen when the Ferguson shooting happened. Uh, he was quick to send representatives to the dead thug's funeral, yet nobody showed up uh, to in support of the agency. It was there to uh, castigate the agency. It was there to investigate. It was there to manipulate the situation. They had, oh, uh, what's his name, Rahm Emanuel, the former chief of staff, current uh, Chicago mayor, at Ferguson, when it started, sent down voter registration booths, and then he said, never let a tragedy go to waste. Because wow. he, he knew there were going to be gatherings, so they set up voter registration booths to make sure all these uh, thugly people had uh, the opportunity to vote for the right party as they surely stood there and wrote them checks. Mm-hmm. We may not earn your vote, but we'll buy it. We'll buy that vote. Uh, you know, I did see something else on not not to stir the pot too much. Uh, <laughs> why, why stop now? <laughs> you beat me to it. You beat me to it. Uh, let's see if we can't find it. No, it's not there. Uh, Earl, you saw it earlier. The 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 best. Uh, here it is. The best uh, meme ever. I guess it was uh, about what's what's happening in Baltimore. And it is <laughs> coming up very slowly slow on the computer. All right, well that's gone. <laughs> <laughs> we won't get we won't get that one done. Um, officer Brian Moore, 25, white NYPD officer, uh, cold-bloodedly murdered uh, by a black man. Obama sent no one, according to New York's one. Despite the facts that tens of thousands of uniform officers stood in formation outside the church, hundreds of others attended the funeral inside. He he was the uh, third officer killed in the line of duty in the past uh, recent months. He was they were open fired on. Uh, they what I saw on the news while up there locally, they chased the the young man uh, into a nearby house. They went into the house, uh, took him in custody, uh, in alive, took him in custody. And immediately the cries coming from the certain part of the community was that you didn't have a warrant to go into his house. You know, forget the whole fresh pursuit policy and everything else, but you never warrant to go in there. So uh, you're listening to Arms Room Radio. We'll talk to you on the other side of the break. Coming to you live from the Caltech Studios.
With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRockstra. First Lady Michelle Obama invoked the storied history of Tuskegee University as she urged new graduates to soar to their futures during her commencement address today at the Alabama University. Former Texas Governor Rick Perry says the country has seen gross incompetence from the Obama administration. He's one of almost a dozen potential or declared Republican presidential candidates addressing the Citizens United Freedom Summit in Greenville. Britain's Ministry of Defense is suspending the use of the Airbus A400M after one of the planes crashed today in Spain, killing four crew members while undergoing flight trials at the airport. And much of the country is facing a threat of severe weather today, with ranging from heavy rain to high winds and snow. Forecasters say tornadoes are possible in parts of western Kansas, western Colorado, and the panhandles of Oklahoma and Texas. Winter storm warnings issued in Colorado, Wyoming, parts of western Nebraska, and the Dakotas. This is SRN News. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. We live in an ever-changing world where security is no longer a luxury, but a necessity. Veritas International provides the peace of mind you, your family, business, or school deserves. Locally owned and operated by a law enforcement veteran with over 18 years of experience, Veritas provides a myriad of services, such as executive protection, private and confidential investigations, background investigations, canine services, event and school security, as well as firearms training that includes concealed carry, female handgun and survival courses, and home defense. Veritas will custom tailor a home defense course with your personal home as the training location. Train in your familiar environment. Put their decades of experience to work for you. Call Veritas International today at 844-483-7482. Online at oneveritas.com. That's O-N-E-V-E-R-I-T-A-S.com. Mention the arms room and get 15% off training and selected services. Veritas International is a proud supporter of the second amendment thinking about buying an ar rifle maybe for hunting or home protection there are a lot of them on the market so why choose an arms room ar rifle well one they're made by veterans and first responders people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle two the arms room ar is made with the highest quality materials and standards your arms room ar may not ever be used to defend life and property but if it comes to that know it'll work right the first time every time shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of ar rifles pistols parts and accessories that's armsroom.com where veterans and first responders always receive 10 percent off this is no ordinary shotgun not with innovative dual tube magazines that hold a dozen 12 gauge rounds plus one in the chamber and in the one millionth of a second when innovation ignites performance the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete innovation performance Keltec. see the ksg in action at youtube slash Keltec weapons
You're listening to Armstrong Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Call the Caltech Studios online right now. 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. This segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by GunTech USA. For tactical excellence, check them out online at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Before we went to the break, I had a computer issue. A certain meme did not pop up. This was from the Baltimore incident of the past week. Uh, And the meme says, let's see, blacks riot destroying black businesses after black guy dies in police custody because of three black officers in a 43% black police department under a black female mayor with a black female state attorney and a city ruled by Democrats for over 50 years. So the first black female U.S. attorney appointed by the first black president blames racism. I don't. I don't see where. And you know, we talked about her last week. And remember when we said she, Miss, this is Miss Loretta Lynch. Lynch, we're talking about uh, when they made a big deal out of her being the first black female U.S. Attorney General. And I said, why is that important? It should be based on her qualifications, mm-hmm. not her race, her ethnicity, her, her national origin. Yeah, nothing. Exactly. Exactly. I'm, look, you know. I'm looking for a qualified human being. Thank you. That's all we're looking for. And uh, immediately the first uh, public statement she says is, uh, you know, ludicrousness. All right. Enough about that. Those bag of fools. There's, you know, Let's getting, get to some good good topics. Getting, getting tired of them. Getting tired of them. Hey, you know, in Boston they have the Walk of Freedom or the Freedom Trail. You can go walk the, it's a two and a half mile red lined route. So how far did you make it? Leads you. Well, we saw it from the cab. <laughs> yeah. uh, we saw it from the cab. Uh, red-lined route that leads you He's to... still recovering from his injuries. <laughs> nice. 16 historic, historically significant sites, each one an authentic treasure. Now, I found out after this, when doing a little research on the trail, because I wanted to tell you guys about the trail, because it was pretty cool, they have a historic pub trail also nice yeah now if that was still there this might be a remote broadcast Uh uh we we might be up there doing the pub trail but they had things like mm, you know you could go to the u.s constitution i could go to bunker hills monument where you know the site of the boston massacre uh the boston you know boston common the park street church all, all of the things that Anybody familiar with American Revolution knows were key and instrumental to the uprising support and overthrowing King George's oppressive tyranny. Mm-hmm. Yet now in Boston, they have an assault weapon ban. They have, well, you know why? They have a magazine restriction. Uh-huh. You know why? Talk about they irony. Have, because they're afraid it'll start there again. Yeah. Yep. They they have. We well, went on, through uh, this once already. We don't want to do it again. Let's see. Hold on. There's some other some other key Boston facts I wrote down here. This is this is real paper, folks. I'm not making this up. <laughs> He's scrambling for it's his notes now. It's got real words written on it too. You uh, you have to have a permit to purchase a firearm. So before you want to buy a gun, you got to go apply to buy a gun. So you got to apply to buy a gun before you can buy a gun. And then when you buy a gun, you have to do another piece of paper to get another background check to buy the gun. 
So you've already okay. been checked out, but you got to get checked out you get so checked you can out. get checked out. Exactly. Exactly right. Okay. To, to get the gun. You, wow. You, you have to have a... You don't. They don't register guns, but they register you with the gun. <laughs> So well, that's that, their way of saying, in a way, that kind of makes semantics. sense. Yeah, in in a way, I, I, I kind of details. agree with that. I don't have to worry about the machine. I have to worry about the operator of the that's, machine. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So imagine on your driver's license, your, mm. your tag for your car would be on there. It's, that's, that's what they've done. <laughs> We're not registering firearms. Uh-huh. We're just making sure you have the firearm that is you purchased. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a May issue state. Kevin, can you can you give us the brief on the difference between a may and a shall? Uh, shall means that you can get one, and may means that only can get one if you know a guy or can pay the right guy. That's right. No, <laughs> know a guy, pay the right guy. Listen, the policeman's ball's coming up, and we need a we need a little uh, little funding boost. No, that's not how it works. It's usually the motorcycle patrol wants to go on an offsite uh, where they take their bikes and compete in a competition, but they don't want to pay for the gas or the trailer or the hotel rooms. And so, would you like to make a donation? And sure. You make a donation, not? and suddenly you're on the list of guys that get to get a permit. Get to get a permit. Uh, not that that I've experienced anything <clears throat> like that. And say the uh, the between Virginia and Washington D.C. around that part of the world <laughs> place, <laughs> named after not. a girl. Yeah. No state preemption. Which means that cities can pass any kind of ordinance regarding the use or possession of a farm they want to. Which is, you know, ridiculous. I know something we went down through here in Florida. Georgia recently went through it. It's a, it's a, it allows the little tiny towns and cities and everybody that's got a homeowners association to, you know, any, <laughs> any type of small government neo-Nazi sort of organization all the way up to your big cities and say, listen, the state law is great, but we're going to make more laws. Because we don't think those laws are strict enough. Because, but, and, 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 but that's, remember that some, that's... Sometimes it's good. Right. You know, there may not be a fire hydrant on every corner, so the city says, don't park in front of a fire hydrant. You know, because there's no fire hydrants in the country. Right. So that's good. Or you, you must carry a firearm with at least a 15-round magazine capacity and two extra mags on your person at all times, especially when you're a school zone, because we don't want crazies coming to our school and starting stuff where we don't have people that can defend our children. Sounds oh wait, I'm me. thinking of Israel. Sorry, oh, oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> I was thinking of somewhere else. What was it? You know, also, uh, at least one or two armed parents on every uh, school field trip. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I think we're In thinking school of bus tel- marshal. I think we're taking a Tel Aviv. <laughs> not, not actually, you know, Safi projects. Yeah. They they obviously have an assault weapon ban in Boston. So, hmm. You know, they know you cannot you know you cannot have no have assault weapons. Can't have them. But they define assault but weapon a as anything verb. that looks that looks any anything that looks scary. Scary. Well, that's that's what it is. You can't have a bayonet lug because if you had a bayonet lug on your rifle, you you could knife up your yeah you'd, you'd knife up a whole movie theater. Right. You, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, you just can't have it. But my seventy-eight caliber brown best with the bayonet on it. Believe me, if I point that at you, you're going to feel assaulted. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. It's, it's, I might even it, batter it, myself it, just to get out of the way. Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> Uh, again, the magazine capacity, because we all know, if you had more than ten rounds, you'd, you know, you'd be, uh, you'd be a stark raving lunatic, right. and you'd, and you'd run into the, uh, the, the county, the city library, and and and, and do mayhem and, and harm, because well, you got eleven rounds. Let's go for it. <laughs> you know, let's that see. one makes oh, all the difference. Let me see. There's a, 
In the city of Boston, there are... But 11. It goes to 11. No, he's, he's trying to figure out how many people are there. He's looking for I've got a this. population. Go. In the city of Boston, 650,000 people. There's 2,144 police officers. So, yeah, if you had 11, you'd probably take them all. If you had 11 yeah, rounds, you'd take no, them all. Okay. Yeah, you'd go nuts. You got that's, that's six hundred fifty thousand. That's it. Yeah, it's it's a yeah, tiny town. Right. It's a tiny town. It's it's not a. I mean, Orlando's got more than that. Let's. In fact, Orlando proper uh-huh. has two hundred sixty thousand. Oh, okay. The county does have more, uh, if you include the county around it. Uh, but it's. Uh, I, yeah, I did some. I was looking for some numbers. That was uh, some number research I was doing earlier. The. They have. Oh, class three weapons. Let's, <laughs> let's go with class three yeah, weapons. Yeah, right. Uh, the you way they you can have cl- those, right? That's allowed. The, the way they word the class three <laughs> weapons are, uh, first off, no suppressors. No suppressors whatsoever. That's only for law enforcement. Huh? Only uh, law enforcement can have suppressors. Only law enforcement can have suppressors. Is that the agencies, or is that anyone in law enforcement can have a personal suppressor? Uh, I don't believe it's personal. I believe it's uh, you're probably assigned to you on an agency-style weapon. That's that's better than Seminole County. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> well, again, they... Seminole so, County doesn't believe even the officers should have them. But in, in, in Boston, you're talking only the law enforcement can have it. I've never... I don't know if I understand the reason to have a suppressor... As a law enforcement officer, you, you may have you may have to dispatch a uh, uh, a feral animal, and not yeah. want to disturb the neighborhood with the fact that there's gunfire. But then again, you're talking about being in Boston, so they probably hear gunfire all the time anyway. Right, right. Well, if a SWAT entry team has to unfortunately fire their weapon inside of a uh, a dwelling or you know enclosed area, you want you don't want to blow out everyone's hearing. Okay, all right. I could see those. I could see those. Uh, it says you're allowed to have other style class three weapons, short barrel rifles, short barrel shotguns, uh, as long as there's no conflicts with state law, and the state law says you can't have them. <laughs> so there are there are that's that's like the classic. No it's, it's fine class with me, three but your mother. in the greater Boston area. In Massachusetts, this would be. Yeah. But but there are undoubtedly lots of people with class three stuff. Correct. But they just call them machine guns. Yeah. 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 Yep, and uh, and no reciprocity. So I don't care where you've been trained, what license you have, from whatever, what other jurisdiction in the nation, it doesn't apply here. That's why I tell people when they when they get a trust and they acquire some class three stuff, they have to sign basically a memorandum of understanding that says you don't get to take this with you unless you check with a lawyer there. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. We'll see you after the break. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech 
a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Have you been thinking about buying an AR rifle, maybe for hunting, sport, or even home protection? There are a lot of them out there on the market. It seems like everybody and their brother has an AR out these days. So why should you choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, there are at least two major reasons. One, the arms room AR rifles are made by veterans and first responders, men and women who know what it's like to depend on a rifle when protecting life and liberty, and the AR rifle in their hands has to function right the first time every time. Two, the Arms Room AR Rifle is made right here in Central Florida with the highest quality materials and standards. Chances are your Arms Room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property. But if it comes to that, wouldn't it be comforting to know that it can? Shop the Arms Room today and check out their vast selection of handguns, shotguns, hunting rifles, Liberty gun safes, and the Arms Room AR Rifle. The Arms Room, East Colonial Drive, a quarter mile west of the Bithlow Raceway. Online at armsroom.com. This is the original, the Keltec P3AT. With six game-changing innovations, it's the lightest 380 auto pistol ever made. Others may look like it, but in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it turned competitors into copycats. Innovation, performance, Keltec. See the P3AT in action at YouTube slash Keltec Weapons. Listening to Arms Room Radio live from the Keltech Studios. Call the Arms Room Hotline right now. 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now more Arms Room Radio. Live coast to coast. With Mike and the guys in the Keltech Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Kevin, you see anything cool on your trip? Anything awesome? Any cool places? I saw Keith Richards' house in is, Jamaica. Is it uh, is it look as bad as him? Or? <laughs> Dude, you know what? We need to start thinking about what we're doing to the environment because we have to leave this world for Keith Richards. That's right. Exactly right. Yeah. Hundred years from now, when we're all gone, Keith He's is going to be like, "We can look at this place. What What do you guys do to my house?" Yeah. He's uh he's he's outlived a. Uh, Many generations. Many. He's like out partying all of them. Nine hundred and forty years old. <laughs> he went, Kurt Loader, what a kid. <laughs> <laughs> Young pup. So the uh I got to go see uh the Bull and Finch. Went to I went to Cheers. Did oh. you? I went to Cheers. Now you get down inside and it's mm-hmm. you know, it's similar. You could kind of see where maybe the setup came from and they've got a 
fake bar. They bought a room upstairs where it's kind of set up the same way. But you got to walk down the iconic iconic stairwell from Melville's upstairs down into Cheers. That I mean, it was the it was it was chilling. It was so you know you'd, you'd seen that show forever. Give it's underground. It's a little cooler. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was cooler. Yeah, it was the, it was the girls' right. The ground level was lower, so it was cooler. You know. Now, if I had gone much, much further down, it would have mm-hmm. gotten hot enough, you know, with all the all the magma. Yeah. But, you uh-huh. know, but it was only like 10 feet, so. Uh, magma. <laughs> yeah. You, you go further down. And I, I, I got the whole reference. Gets, I'm just. gets warmer. Yeah. He's always got to take don't think to that next step. W- when, when you go down a little bit further, I don't think you have to worry about magma. That's not the heat that I think you have to worry about. It's another heat? It's a different kind of heat. <laughs> different kind of heat when you're going down? Fire and brimstone, I think, is one. Yeah. So, really, it was really weird walking down those stairs. It was like, did, did you? It was did like you, walking up on a memorial or something. Do you, you know? do you speak to the bar and the bar calls you by name? You, when you no, when you open the door, they say Norm. They all say Norm. No, but it would have been cool. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it would have been cool. Yeah. Made you look. <laughs> yeah, it would have been awesome. I thought. I was hoping for it. It's like, yeah, no, 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 it's Mike. No, no, no. Mike. Yeah. Close enough. <laughs> you look like him. Yeah, he does kind of. The uh, the FBI director testified. You know, you saw this. See, this is a month or so ago, uh, but it, it ties in what we're talking about with uh, with with firearms in Boston, in in Massachusetts. FBI director testified he's never had problems with concealed carriers. You know, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say this is based on his professional record, not his personal, you know, issues because his he was person, personal professional record. His personal professional record, not his professional personal record, because he was so testifying. He, is he as a law enforcement officer? He as in the, his experience, correct. As a law enforcement officer, correct, correct. And I actually looked that up too. I I wanted to see if he was a law enforcement officer, or if he was just the head of a law enforcement agency. So we'll get to that uh, in a minute or two. But FBI Director James Comey testified in front of the House panel, uh, this is uh, end of March of this year, to discuss the agency's 2016 budget. But he ended up making a profound point about the issue of concealed carry. Hmm. At the end of the two-hour budget meeting, Texas U.S. Representative John Culberson, chairman of the Appropriations Subcommittee on Justice, Asked that, Comey, that would be the guy that oh, Comey yeah. has to kind of kiss up to. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's <laughs> the, the dude one. that's going to write the check. Yeah. He asked Comey about the nature of his interactions with legal concealed carry permit holders. Now, remember, this is two months ago. This is everything has been going on with, with concealed carry mm-hmm. in the United States and then the push for reciprocity and and, 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 and rights, you know, for, from from our friend uh, locally here in, in, in Florida with the uh, Second Amendment Foundation, or, or all, to all the way with the Second Amendment Foundation, uh, Mr. Alan Gottlieb. So nationwide issues. Uh, but before his stint uh, as head of the FBI, Coney worked for more than two decades as a federal prosecutor. Okay, federal prosecutor. That's a, it's a big, it's a big deal. What's it take to become a, a federal prosecutor? You don't just go to law school. A, a sincere sense of a desire to take on the most thankless job humanly possible. Work long hours for very little pay. This is the guy that led the prosecution of Martha Stewart. Yes, yes, we're gonna get to, get to that. Oh, you, so you, you knew that. You knew who the guy was. Okay. The uh, his Google foo is strong. <laughs> <laughs> the, don't, don't give out my secrets. Is is the is is a federal prosecutor job? Is that one you get right out of law school, like like a 
public defender it, job or a state attorney it, job it, it depends. on the local it, level? It, it depends possible. on who you know. It's possible. Depends on who you know. Well, I'm, I'm probably guessing also if you went to, you know, Yale Law School and graduated number one, you could probably walk yeah, and, it, and clerked with a Supreme Court judge. You could probably yeah, you, walk into this kind of job. Yeah, yeah but you probably wouldn't. Yeah, right. Cause, sure. Because you'd want the quarter million dollar a year job. <laughs> you know, right, not, right. Not the... Not the ninety thousand dollar a year job where you, uh, you 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 slave for years, but you have a great staff. You know it's right. it's 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 a very prestigious job. Right. It's just kind of a thankless job. Comey yes. did not get the federal prosecutor gig straight out of law school. He uh, clerked for a district judge. And then he went to work for a private law firm. So that's what I'm saying. There's there's steps. Yeah, there was a step, there was a step for him, but some people can get that gig right out of law school. That, perhaps that one percent for whatever reason, but for the most part, it's like any other I mean, job you're going to work it, for. It's it thankless, and... but people covet those jobs. I mean, there's federal benefits. It's a relatively. Uh, it, it, once well, you've got it, yeah, you really got to do something stupid yeah. and screw it up and lose it. Like being a professor with tenure. Yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm here. Yeah. You, you gotta I'm really... wearing cargo shorts and flip flops to class. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, no, you you might because that would be me. As a you, you would you would have that kind of capacity. Uh, he says um, you mentioned earlier about criminals with guns. I doubt you've ever had a problem with a concealed carry permit holder who is licensed with a background check using their good judgment. Culberson said at the end of Comey's two-hour testimony. Could you comment on this as a law enforcement officer? Now, again, he's the head of the FBI. He's the he's the director of the FBI. This was the uh, this is this is the man. He's in fact, I think he's the Seventh ever director of the FBI. You are correct. If I recall. Um, J. Edgar Hoover was one. Yes, he was. Uh, uh, I haven't had situations where there have been problems with that. With the concealed carry permit holder? Nope, not that I can remember. That's a lo- and here's here's the quote. That's a lawyer answer. That's a no no. That's a law enforcement officer's best backup, particularly if he's a Texan. Culberson said, "The best line from this whole piece is the last one here, suggesting that a concealed carrier is a law enforcement's best backup." If only more elected officials understood that. Again, remember, concealed carry holders are not out there to be police officers. It's one of the things we absolutely teach every day uh, in the law. In the, it's not your responsibility to save the world. No, it's your responsibility to protect yourself. The, the reason it's issued, and this is under shall, or excuse me, under, under may defend, this is what they want to see, is self-defense. If I'm, you know, they... Well, depending on where you go, if you go see Kathy Lanier in in, in D.C., <laughs> she, w- she wants to know that you're actively being raped, and then she's still going to tell you no, um, because there's no threat to you anymore because you've had time to stop and fill out the paperwork. So, right, because it has to be a, it has to be a, a, an ongoing threat. Now, As a matter of fact, I don't think Miss Lanier's position is that if they rape you, and they leave you a note that says we're going to come back and rape you tomorrow, that's still considered an active threat. Yeah, she would still say no. No, it's it's that's merely a threat. They actually Asian committed that crime. Right. So we'll go talk to them about the fact that they shouldn't threaten you. Yeah. Yeah. We're not going to arrest him for raping you because you probably deserved it. Now, this uh, is the, the director of the FBI. And I was curious, how does somebody get to be the director of the FBI and be so pro-gun? It was an accident. It, it, it must have been. I think somebody must have overlooked it. And, and he's, from, he's from Yonkers, New York. Those that don't know the New York area, Yonkers is... The, the the county that sits in right next to uh, New York City on the north end of the Bronx there it's a uh, he graduated from William and Mary Law School or excuse me William and Mary and went to University of Chicago Law School 
Maybe some connection there. You know, you're reading this as a pro-gun statement. I'm not reading this as a pro-gun statement. I'm reading this as a pro-I-want-my-budget statement. <laughs> I, you see, I'm reading this as a, as, as a, as a pro-constitutional statement. Or, yes, I want my budget, but and, a pro-constitutional statement. And I can't statement. do my job if I don't have my budget, so I really want my budget. So I'm going to tell you what you want to hear so I can get my budget. If you want me to tell you that I would issue a concealed weapons permit federally if you tripled my budget, I would say triple my budget and I'll look into it. Because you put forth max amount of effort into increasing the law firm's capabilities to work the cases you have. So I want the budget. Exactly. So you need the budget to do so. It's all about the client. Well, in this particular case, he's the client. Right. Exactly. He wants the budget. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Do what you have to do to help the client. He's trying to help. Well, he's the client. He's the client. (laughs) He's the client. He's trying to, you know. He's trying to help the FBI. And right now... He's the FBI. He's trying to get them the more assets. Anyway, he's from, uh, he, he did a lot of his time in the Southern District of New York, Eastern District of Virginia, all around New York, all around D.C., but he ends up being a, a, a card-carrying, uh, pro-gun, pro-Second Amendment uh, Republican that happened to be appointed under the Obama administration because he was originally appointed under the Bush administration, did a little floating back around. Kevin, you might find this interesting. He was general counsel and senior vice president a defense contractor for several years. I, I, I'm familiar with who he was with <laughs> in like 05 to yes. 07, I think, 08. And then he was a, uh, a investment fund and a general counsel. But when I read that, uh, I, I thought for sure lifetime you know, law enforcement officer from the ground up kind of thing was very refreshing to find an actual politician, lawyer, that seemed to be in the this administration that was pro-gun. Yeah. We'll take our victories it where, was, I can, where we exactly. can. It was an accident. You're listening to Arms Room Radio. Please remember to exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. We'll see you at the top of the... Live from the Caltech Studios, it's Arms Room Radio with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. And you can connect with these guys right now. Call the Arms Room Radio hotline, 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Arms Room Radio is on the air live coast to coast from the Caltech Studios. Now, here's Mike. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. How are you gentlemen doing? Good break? Have a good time? Doing real good. Going around the table on my right, my right-hand man, please welcome back the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. Ladies and gentlemen, his name is Earl. Talk to corporate. Approve memos. Lead a workshop. Good to be back. Good to be back. Glad to have you here. Glad to have you here. Uh, Sitting across my 10 o'clock position. He just uh, was out doing some stretching exercises also from the cruise. Got to stay loose. All the stairs, I, you, I, all that no, walking. No stairs. No, no stairs, no walking. No walking. Please welcome back Kevin Maxwell. Thank you, Michael. Lots of elevator. Lots of elevating. <laughs> elevator in. Elevator in. Elevator goes up. Elevator goes down. Elevator goes up. Up, down. Up, down. Up, down. And... His associate, the samurai sidekick, please welcome back Mr. Alec Weber. 
Looking forward to the second half of the show. We all are. Good show so far, guys. Let's uh, let's keep going. Let's keep it rolling. We're having a good time here. The you know some other interesting facts about Boston. Oh, do tell. When you go to Boston and you order a lobster roll, you know what you get? <coughs> lobster. And roll. That's it. There's nothing else in there. They don't put any. There's just not lobster salad. There's no yeah. celery. No coleslaw or anything no like that. Coleslaw. We know how much you love celery. 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 Yeah. It's a peanut butter delivery <laughs> yeah, system. Unless it's a lobster roll. That's it's right. a lobster delivery system. This, this was lobster and roll. It had to be pound and a half of lobster uh, on the roll, and it was uh, caught that day. It, yeah, it was. It was. It was heavenly. Yeah, it was. So if you order a Boston cream pie, do you just get a cream pie? You just get a cream pie. Here. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Can I get a cream pie? Uh, we we went to the Samuel Adams tour. Now, I'm not a big uh, supporter of Samuel Adams since they took the under God out of uh, their interpretation of the Constitution and everything else. But I didn't give them any money, but I sure did put a herd on their sample beer. <laughs> I'm just going to say that. You were trying to free. affect political change through the use of your intestinal tract. Exactly, through consumption. You, you <laughs> were trying to de- deplete their assets as much as you could. Exactly right. And then so you ended up in a diner. You asset depleter you. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> they, have a, they have a little trolley that runs, a little volunteer donation trolley that runs over to a place called Doyle's. And Doyle's is a place where you get $18 lobster rolls, but you get about... $80 worth of lobster. It was, this wasn't like, oh, look, there's some bad claw meat or whatever. There were like three tails in this thing, you know, four big claws. This was, um, yeah, this was, this was worth going. Uh, it was, sounds like you don't want to be here right now. Uh, sounds like me. He's turned into a foodie. <laughs> well, it's always it was kind a lobster of a foodie. Roll. It was, it was, it was a lobster roll. And, um, you know, it, you go anywhere else, you want did a lobster roll. I was going to say, ch- ch- check his Facebook page. Yeah. Did, you take, <laughs> did you take a picture? No, I don't. I'm not that guy. Um, they, they, you go anywhere else to get a lobster roll, and it's it's you know, it's know crab with a K with mayonnaise and celery, and they're passing it off for a lobster roll. This was lobster. This is the only picture he takes. This was lobster. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now, you know what? We did have to make reservations to get into one of the other places where we were having <laughs> dinner, and which brought up a, a question. Do you guys ever use fake names when you do the... Trying to get in a reservation? Just I think I've never gone anywhere where we haven't used a fake name where you were making a reservation. Okay. All right. That's what I'm saying. We, we always, I'll say if I'm you're the, in charge, uh, the fake name's It's always the fake name. Do you, do you have any, any, you ever use any weird ones? You just, your variations on your own? If I've ever done it, it's been so blatantly obvious, though. The attendant, you know, had, oh, to, had okay. to work well, on keep but, from not smiling. Okay. okay. Well, we, we've done that, and it's, it's Nicholas. Yeah, Nick Papa Giorgio. Yeah. And, yeah. And, Nick, Nick Papa Giorgio. And they'll ask how to spell it. It's P-A-P-A Giorgio. Yeah, it's hard to tell them. It's Nick Papa Giorgio. Or Art Vandalay. I mean, imports and exports. Not so much the imports, more the exports. And then Abe Froman, the Sausage King of Chicago. Those are. If you ever hear somebody behind you. We met him. We did meet it. We met, we, we when met the we real Abe Froman. When we were in Scottsdale. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We the met the real, real Abe Froman. <laughs> and, you know, we could tell that guy was like, that, that there was a cloud of dollar signs floating around this right. guy. And it was pork dollars. <laughs> 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 you two didn't happen to put a reservation at the same restaurant at the same time, did you? No. I, 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 no, no, we were there first. No, no. And, and, and he's not the kind of guy that would have to make a reservation. Somebody's taking him. To a restaurant. Yeah. He's not taking himself yeah. to a restaurant. Yeah. 
They're sitting in his chair, getting it warm, pre-chewing his food. I'm the sausage king. No, I'm the sausage king. <laughs> You're the sausage king of Chicago. Uh, yeah. And that's me. <laughs> yes, I am. Yes, I am. <laughs> so did you did you catch what's going on up in uh, D.C.? And this is about guns. So we, we want we want to talk to you about some gun safety <laughs> tips. Speaking yeah. of sausage this, this is actually about real, actual firearms. Not the politics of firearms, yeah, but the, the actual use and and uh, concealment and securing of firearms. It's a, it's about handgun bathroom etiquette. Now, <laughs> I, I know you're all... You're, Potty humor about coming sitting, right now. You're sitting yeah, there and yeah. you're listening, but this is about handgun bathroom etiquette. I'm not talking about at home, and, no, you know, no, no. while you're, you're sitting at the house and watching TV, caressing your big browning, and you want to go to the bathroom and you take it with you. <laughs> I'm talking about while you're out on the street and the urge hits. Perhaps you got to... While you're on the go, you got to go. That's it. You, maybe you got some... You, you got, got a some bad, bad lobster, lobster roll. roll with ca- crab, with a cra- <laughs> crab with a K in it. And, and, and it's time to make do. And really, this has come up recently. Uh, we, we've actually asked a lot of questions about about this during the, the last couple of classes uh, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the gun stores. Uh, I, I, I'm not sure if you guys got some at the office or not, these calls. But, you know, what, what do I do when I go to the bathroom in public? And, and, and somebody has taken the time to put it together and we've taken the time to uh, tear it apart and analyze it and we're gonna we're gonna get it to you but what 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 happened was what happened was <laughs> in the US capital of all places the most secure facility on the planet uh, evidently three times since the first of the year federal agents have dropped their glocks and toilets or you know or, or left them in the men's room set them in I, you know what I don't know if it's the men's rooms. They could have been the ladies' rooms. They don't say which they were left in. Just in the yeah, stall. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's uh, it's uh, conspicuously it, it could left have, out. It yeah. could have been a male or female federal officer that was toting around the Model 26 Glock in one case. Um, one of them, they specify that a seven or eight year old boy found one in the in the restroom. So that would I would assume that that's referring to the men's room. Yeah, but you know what? If you're in the Capitol and I got a seven year old boy yeah, with me yeah, and I'm true. his mother, that's I'm true. not letting him go true. in the men's room yeah. by himself. Oh, not in the Capitol. Yeah. No, 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 no. You're going in the, but, but put the blindfold on. You're going in the ladies' room with me. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Yeah. So we'll give you some of the particulars on what's happened up there. There's been some uh, some weird instances where they've left them, uh, and then we're gonna give you uh, we're gonna give you some some tips. We got some great some great ideas and uh, how to keep you from uh, you know dropping that old Keltec into the toilet water. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Keltec Studios. We'll see you after the break. It wouldn't hurt it. No, keep, no. keep that gun dry. <laughs> Have you been thinking about buying an AR rifle, maybe for hunting, sport, or even home protection? There are a lot of them out there on the market. It seems like everybody and their brother has an AR out these days. So why should you choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, there are at least two major reasons. One, the arms room AR rifles are made by veterans and first responders, men and women who know what it's like to depend on a rifle when protecting life and liberty, and the AR rifle in their hands has to function right the first time every time. Two, the Arms Room AR Rifle is made right here in Central Florida with the highest quality materials and standards. Chances are your Arms Room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property. But if it comes to that, wouldn't it be comforting to know that it can? 
Shop the Arms Room today and check out their vast selection of handguns, shotguns, hunting rifles, Liberty gun safes, and the Arms Room AR rifle. The Arms Room, East Colonial Drive, a quarter mile west of the Bithlow Raceway. Online at armsroom.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. This is the original. The Keltec P3AT. With six game-changing innovations, it's the lightest 380 auto pistol ever made. Others may look like it, but in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it turned competitors into copycats. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See the P3AT in action at YouTube slash Keltec Weapons. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, you know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10 percent off. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Keltech Studios. Call the Arms Room Hotline right now. 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now more Arms Room Radio. Live coast to coast. With Mike and the guys in the Keltech Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Yeah, three, three Glocks. If you're just joining us, three Glocks left behind by the U.S. Capitol Police in the U.S. Capitol bathrooms. Not in the, not in the private bathrooms. Not in the, you know, off in the corner. I forgot it. I'll come back later. Who knows how many times it's happened there. This happened in the public bathrooms. Uh, when a member of Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell's security detail left his Glock and magazine stuffed in the toilet seat cover of a Capitol Visitor Center bathroom stall, a Capitol Visitor Center worker found the gun, according to a source familiar with the incident, and two other disturbing incidents when Capitol Police left loaded firearms in problematic places. Yeah, there's there's a picture of this. There's this somebody who found it, snapped a, snapped a photo, and uh, made a little YouTube video out of it. I got a reel for you. How do you know it was a police officer that dropped the firearm? Oh, because he's the one that came back to get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, only they're the only ones allowed to actually have firearms That's, in D.C. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, if I left the gun in D.C., 
I don't think I'd come back and get it. No, 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 no. But since I don't have any guns that aren't mine, you know, there's a 4473. That's correct. Somebody will find that it oh, was yeah. mine. Yeah, exactly right. So it, that yeah, your your summation is probably correct, Mr. Weber. It is probably a foregone conclusion that only a policeman would be so preoccupied with the fact that they're carrying a firearm to not remember to take it with them. Listen, you know, uh, politics aside, the the security at the Capitol is such that you're not sneaking a firearm in. And that's not a challenge. I'm not asking you to. Now, obviously, there's members, there's uh, the the politicians themselves, the representatives, the congressmen, uh, and the senators that are allowed to have firearms, uh, and their their protection detail right. allowed to have the firearms. But you're not, you know, you're not the aide or the the janitor and bringing one in there. They're, you know, it's not like a oh, an employee bring them all. There's right, and well, and, and you're not the personal security for her, the Royal Duchess of Windsor. Cor- right, correct, correct. A uh, seven- or eight-year-old child visiting the Capitol. Evidently, the child did not know their own age. With parents, found the next loaded Glock lost by a dignitary protection officer, uh, according to the source. A member of the security detail for John Boehner, representative, <laughs> or excuse me, Republican, Ohio. You want to say something else? Uh, it's a bathroom joke. Um, <laughs> allegedly left the firearm in the, in the bathroom of the speaker's suite on March 24th. Uh, a third Glock was found the night of April 16th by a janitor. Clean a lot of honest janitors. Well, uh, a lot of honest janitors. You know what? There. They're afraid it's a sting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Or, no, no, no. Or, or we got a problem. The janitors are more competent than the police officers. That's true. That's that's true. Uh, Hard to find good help. I wonder if there's any stories of police officers finding unsecure mops <laughs> in the police lounge. <laughs> <laughs> By a janitor cleaning the Capitol Police headquarters building on D Street Northeast. Weapon was left in plain sight, sparking additional concern about department uh, charged with protecting one of the world's most important and frequently visited complexes. Listen, I've uh, carried professionally uh, as a law enforcement officer firearm for many, many years. Uh, Many more years carried it concealed. Um, uh, Military, it's kind of a, if it's a, it's a different animal. You know, you're, you're wearing the big rifle on your back while you're deployed. Although I, I, you know what, I forgot about this till now. I, I had a boss uh, that I worked next to, I'll say, uh, who went to the porta potty while deployed and um, had the snap off on his holster and his M9 did the you know, whoop, 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 you know through flip. the air and he did, did the backflip. He did the, the the tumble and it went down into the blue water. And uh, did it stay? It uh, it stayed in there. On, and he called for the relief truck to come empty it out. And well, he he, he stood there guard in front of the porta potty, and said, "Private, come here." <laughs> <laughs> no, it didn't go that didn't go that way. It's not the old army. The oh, old okay. army, yeah, you'd have dunked the private. You got yourself <laughs> and a military occupational specialty, ninety nine Charlie <laughs> corn recovery specialist, and used him. <laughs> To get the to get the firearm back, oh, but, you know, I, that just makes me glad that I keep a, a submersible magnet in my truck. <laughs> so no, he he did the private go get me the the information. On, okay, on, on, I got to okay. approve this memo. The relief really, truck, yes, and uh, they came out and. Here's the nice thing about <laughs> the fact that this is the army. There is a procedure. For, to, to get this for what to do <laughs> if that happens. Because sometime Someone's, in the past, some yeah. nut has dropped his M9 in 
the toilet. Or you someone know, thought about it happening. Now that I remember the incident happening, I'm also remembering that he told me never to tell anybody. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Just no name. So, no name. Yeah, no name. No name. No name. But, uh, but he was your boss. You, yeah, well, I went over. <laughs> he had a lot of bosses. I went over and I said, hey, sir, what are you doing? Why are you standing here? I'm good. And I'm like, come on, something's wrong. Something. Trying to figure out what's wrong. And he finally was like, all right, I'll tell you. You know, <laughs> but don't tell anyone. Don't tell anyone. Uh, and uh, he got it back and... Um, we called it his blue gun for the rest of the deployment. <laughs> Some of the blue gun, sir. Because it was. Yeah. Yeah, you didn't want to get shot so, with that. You'll get, you'll get botulism whether you want it or not. We had to, you had times where, depending on the type of weapon you had, the type of mission and the type of vehicle you'd go out in, you would you would swap weapons. These weren't. I ain't touching that one. You know, it, wasn't, it, wasn't, it wasn't like a, like an M4 that you sighted into yourself. If you were going to be in a vehicle, you wanted to take a pistol, and there wasn't enough pistols for everybody. So you'd say, here, you take my pistol, I'll hold your rifle while you're gone. And he would do that, and I'd be like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no I, don't, I don't want none of big blue. Uh, 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 no, just, I don't need to hold your pistol. Just go, <laughs> go ahead and take the rifle. Take the rifle. Uh, <laughs> That'll be good. So, uh, we don't need to trade. <laughs> yeah, but all, all of these firearms at the Capitol appear to be left in places that, um, that uh, were not in the water themselves. Now... Uh, we had, uh, I know, uh, we, we know a, a gentleman who left a firearm on, on the hook on a, on a bathroom door. And yeah, convenient place to put it. Right there. I see it right there. I'm, when I get up, it's going to be right there. It's hanging on the hook. Now, it wasn't hanging on the trigger. It was hanging on the, the hook. You know, it was on the trigger guard. So mm-hmm. there was no chance of this thing popping off. And he, somebody came in, he recognized the voice, stood up, had a conversation, forgot all about it, left it. So, gun gun went unrecovered. Oops. So gun gun went to gun went wayside. But it, it we walked have some out. Tips. It was in New York. It walked out of the door. Yeah, it did. It, it, it walked out. It was cold. It was, <laughs> it was trying to get it was trying to get to a nice warm uh, subway vent and get warm. Uh, we 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 know how to fix some of this, and we and we'd like to help you fix some of this. This is how to fix this. If you conceal carry outside the home, which if you live in every state except New Jersey, California, Hawaii, Maryland, Delaware, and a handful of other may-issue territories, it's fairly easy to do. You owe it to yourself and those around you to observe the Ten Commandments of going number one or two. While armed. Yeah, while armed. Isn't any? Uh. All right, number one. Number one, try to go before you go. Okay, that that kind of (laughs) makes common sense. Don't leave Mm -hmm. having to go. Don't yeah. Don't go if you have to leave. When you get to be but, my age, you go before you go. Yeah. Listen, some <laughs> of us uh, have had uh, medical issues in the past where it just you know, when it happens, it it happens now. It just uh, it's you, when are we going now? We are we waiting? No, we're going now, now. And the longer we stand here and talk, the more we're going now. So you're you're gonna go now. Try to go before you go. Uh, unless you're in the, uh, unless you're you're doing the, the cross country drive with members of Arms Room Radio, who tend to go by the rules, uh, the guy with the biggest bladder drives and decides when we stop. Uh, Never work in my sorry. family. <laughs> yeah, that was a good rule. That was a good rule. <laughs> but I was armed and in the back seat, so we were stopping. <laughs> no, no, no. I'll go in a bottle. You guys are standing in front of me. It's not going to be a problem no, no, for no, me. No, 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 no. We're not Amazing how risk. fast yeah. they'll pull that car over. Yeah. It really is. No splash damage, please. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it wasn't even my car. <laughs> I missed. I'm sorry. If, 
you find yourself having to go while on the go, try to hold it until you get back home. All right, well, that's. Uh, I, think, I think we've already said that. Yeah, you know, that's yeah, not, that's yeah. not gonna... but Sometimes you got to go when you got to go. Sometimes you got to go when you got to go. Should number one and two fail you, locate an actual restroom if possible. <laughs> no, that was... <laughs> actual restroom. Actual restroom. Right, you so... mean the foliage isn't an actual restroom? Oh, you okay, you're thinking... Outdoors. I was not thinking outdoors. <laughs> hey, that's a city boy for you. Yeah. Uh-huh. He's thinking uh-huh. the corner yeah. of the Grand Central Station you, behind it, the homeless guy. Right, in the in the alley behind the dumpster. You can hold a cell phone next to a potted plant and make it look like you're just talking on your phone. <laughs> right. While you're actually watering the plant. While you're yeah, watering the plant. It's it's all about uh, you know de- deception and mirrors. So. I'm not Smoking understanding mirrors. the issue with having to take a leak as a man while you're carrying a concealed firearm. Because I don't carry in any manner which would impair my ability to do that. Right. And, and listen, if you're carrying a firearm concealed in such a way that when you open your zipper to relieve yourself, the firearm is exposed. You are deep undercover. You, yeah, you, you are really you deep undercover. Yeah. Do, do you think your our, backup guy should have brought up an RV with a toilet in it for you? Do you think our audience has figured out this is actually how we talk when we're off air? This, <laughs> this is our topic of conversation. Yeah. This is it. This is it. So now this is right up our alley. As I say, this is. Now, you no know, alleys, though. I'm not. I didn't mean alleys, but yeah. thinking about it. Our good friend of ours, Rob Pincus, is a proponent of uh, appendix, appendix carry. carry. Yeah. So if he if well, he's doing the stand at the Where urinal, my appendix is yep. and where his appendix is, I don't have a problem unzipping my fly and going <laughs> to the bathroom. He's a skinny guy. He, he might. might. And he carries a bigger pistol than I do. Well, that's genetics. <laughs> Purely genetics. Wow. Uh, you're listening to Arms Room Radio. We'll talk to you on the other side of the break. Coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRockstra. The National Weather Service has issued a tornado watch for much of Oklahoma. Nickel to quarter size hail was reported in the southwestern part of that state. Tornado watches have also been issued in eastern Colorado, western Kansas, and north Texas. Crews are facing the threat of more storms, working to reopen a Texas rail line after flooding washed away the tracks, causing four engines and 13 cars to derail yesterday near Valley View. That's about 50 miles northwest of Dallas. Mitsubishi is recalling more than 130,000 cars because of two separate issues. Nearly 77,000 are being recalled because of a faulty windshield defroster blower motor and more than 53,000 others because of an unstable electronic control unit. Rick Santorum's hinting he's close to announcing whether he'll run again for president. The Republican former senator told a gathering of activists today that he's driven by what he calls President Obama's failures on national security. This is SRN News. We live in an ever-changing world where security is no longer a luxury, but a necessity. Veritas International provides the peace of mind you, your family, business, or school deserves. Locally owned and operated by a law enforcement veteran with over 18 years of experience, Veritas provides a myriad of services, such as executive protection, private and confidential investigations, background investigations, canine services, event and school security, as well as firearms training that includes concealed carry, female handgun and survival courses, and home defense. 
Veritas will custom tailor a home defense course with your personal home as the training location. Train in your familiar environment. Put their decades of experience to work for you. Call Veritas International today at 844-483-7482. Online at oneveritas.com. That's O-N-E-V-E-R-I-T-A-S dot com. Mention the arms room and get 15% off training and selected services. Veritas International is a proud supporter of the Second Amendment. This is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See the KSG in action at YouTube slash Keltec Weapons. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. The Second Amendment. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Keltec Studios. Call the Arms Room Hotline right now, 407-774-8255, 407-774-8255. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. The Fallen Heroes segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Army Specialist Ryan J. Montgomery died July 3rd, 2005, serving during Operation Iraqi Freedom. Montgomery, 22, of Greensburg, Kentucky, was assigned to the 1st Battalion, 623rd Field Artillery Regiment, Kentucky Army National Guard, Campbellsville, Kentucky. He was killed in action when an IED detonated near his Humvee while his unit was conducting convoy operations in Baghdad. Montgomery of Greensburg and his twin brother Brian were assigned to the same unit. Bravo Battery, 1st Battalion, 623rd Field Artillery. Ryan Montgomery was killed in Iraq, serving the country he loved, his family said in a statement read by Major General Donald Storm, Kentucky's Adjutant General. Ryan Montgomery took part in about 130 missions while in Iraq, 
according to the National Guard. One of his unit's primary missions was providing security for convoys. Major General Storm said Montgomery's brother did not witness the fatal blast. Specialist Storm was escorted home by his brother. Army Specialist Ryan J. Montgomery, you are not forgotten. If you would like to get in contact with Max Law Orlando, you've got several ways that you can do it. Uh, you can give us a call on the office line, 407-480-2179. You could also reach us on our website, maxlaworlando.com. You can reach us on Facebook, facebook.com slash downtownattorneys, or you can reach us on Twitter, at maxlaworlando. Okay, jumping back into our topic. <laughs> You're so serious. We're jumping talking right ab- back into talking about... Bathroom, bathroom etiquette for concealed weapons holders. Now, we're, we're giving you, for the most part, we're going to give you the, the men's advice. This is something we will follow up with the women's advice if the FCC allows that, because uh, it, it, we'll see how this one goes first if we make it through. Well, if it's off-body carry in a purse or a bag, they probably got no problem. Yeah, and it's going to be the same it. security as right. a purse, uh, you know, you know and, and I guess the same rules would apply here. In the stall, if it happens to be not secured in a in a bag or, or a purse, right. um, there are some gentlemen that carry in a I guess the tactical bags they call them the fanny packs yeah. or yeah. the uh, mm-hmm. the the, the Merces or whatever they man it's bag a, it's a satchel it's not <laughs> it's not a purse it's a satchel uh, so again uh, you want to make sure if you're going at the urinal that now I'm going to give you the hot weather, the the hot weather uh, uh, example. Now if you're up north and you're wearing a, a a big parka, it's probably going to be a little bit easier to conceal staring in the urinal. You just look like, you know, uh, the Michelin Man there at the urinal. There's, there's <laughs> you've got you've got a lot of bulk on you there. The but if you're at the urinal here in uh, in, in the, or not here anywhere in the country where it's hot. By the way, Florida today. Thousand degrees, mm-hmm. yeah, it hit a thousand. So the summers, the summers, it's just spring. Yeah, it's just spring, thousand. But it's all right because it's a dry hot, yeah, or whatever. Right. The, uh-huh. It's a dry humidity. The the if you're standing at the urinal and you've, you're wearing cargo shorts, you're wearing flip flops. Uh, first off, stand back a little further. If you're wearing flip flops <laughs> and cargo shorts, you should be in the ladies' room. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, that was that was directed <laughs> at you, Alec. Um, the, or me, or, or you. I know. You, you're gonna you're gonna want to make sure again if you've got a say you've got a, a, a appendix tuck, uh, you've got you've got a you, appendix uh, holster. It's you've got your shirt out. You're wearing it above you know where you would normally do your your zipper and button. You to make sure that as you're going to use the urinal, it's not something that's going to come undone. We're not worried about the looker seers. That's not where I'm going with this. I'm saying you want to make sure your your if the zipper being closed is important to how your appendix tuck fits. You don't want to open the zipper and have your appendix tuck come loose. Right. If you're not wearing a belt yeah, yes. and you unzip your pants and it's going to make your pants fall off, um, then you probably need to go in the stall. Go in the stall to take care of business is exactly the point. Because you don't want to have your pistol drop to the ground, whether it takes your pants with it or not. Correct. It's, that's not a good plan. And we don't want you playing plumber. No playing plumber. Listen, the primary thing when, when you're looking for a bathroom, and I'll tell you this, is 
You see them all over the place at the new places, uh, new facilities. You've got the men's bathroom, you've got the ladies' bathroom, and then you've got the family bathroom. Mm -hmm. And the family bathroom, so you can go throw up the old changing table on there, or as we call it, a cleaning station for the firearm. Yeah. (laughs) You can clean the firearm in there. You... uh, you you want to you want to select that bathroom? It's just you. You go in there. You lock the door behind you. You can you can safely remove. You can put the firearm on the changing <clears> station. <throat> put the firearm in the sink. However you want to do it. You know you, you could you could remove it so it's just you uh, in in that bathroom. Now don't hang it from the door. So no. if somebody comes busting in, mm-hmm. guess where's where the gun is? It's on the door and you're on the stall and. And and that's uh that's it's closer to them than it is to exactly you. right exactly right don't just because you're going to the bathroom don't give up the tactical uh, advantage uh, the actual advantage uh, if you can't find a single bathroom and you go in and there's seven stalls three stalls whatever it is now let me let me let me let me ask you guys this which stall do you think you should take if they're all open let's play let's play stall Jeopardy. Which uh, which stall do you think you should take? I would take the handicap stall. Handicap stall, larger, gives you the ability to uh, control and place the firearm. I always take the handicap stall anyway, or the larger stall. That's true, but that's for other reasons. <laughs> <laughs> he, likes, he likes the higher seat. Yeah, it, is. it is. He gets to swing them back and forth. That's right. He likes to he his feet dangle. His feet uh, Earl, I know you and I have discussed this. Um, yes. Uh, I I would choose the stall based on which which hand I am. If I'm a strong hand or right hand or left hand, or which hand is going to be free mm-hmm. during the mm-hmm. job being completed. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So if you're if let's, let's see if I could draw the picture for you here. If you're left-handed, you want the gun or you want the wall to be on your left-hand side. That way, when you pick the firearm up with your left hand, you're not shooting, you know, leaning and shooting through the right. You're shooting into a solid wall. If an accidental discharge does happen, it goes into the wall and not through other stalls. Correct. Correct. So you want to keep the the wall to your strong hand side. Mm -hmm. Uh, Or to the side of where, you know, whichever side you're carrying. And you can control that by deciding where in the stall you're going to stand when you remove your firearm from its encasement mm-hmm. and when you return it. So if you if the stalls are all on one side and you're a right-hand carrier, if you walk in, and it doesn't matter how you, you, you walk in, the walls to your left standing facing the toilet, turn around, face the door, and pull it, secure it, safe it, whatever you're going to do, and then... Do your business and then turn and stand facing the door again when you recharge it, put it back in the holster. Uh, a, a lot of this, like Kevin's pointing out, is going to be based on the, the situation as you approach it. You walk into that bathroom and you may be listening to us saying, strong hand side, stay to the wall. And then you open the door and there's a shelf on the left. Well, okay, well, there's a shelf right there. You know, maybe I should put it on the shelf instead of on my right. You know, maybe you go in and there are, there's there's a bookshelf behind you. You know, like at the airport now, they have the shelves in the stalls, so you can you can hang the the book bag or you can set the book bag on there. Please don't be carrying firearms in the airport. I'm just saying as 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 an example of a bathroom. Uh, make make sure you're doing that. Unless you're like a 
air marshal, or then please do. <laughs> yeah, yes, if you are an air marshal, then please, uh, as the well, story carry, started out, carry two. Yeah, and, and don't, but leave don't leave them, them in the don't toilet. Don't leave them. The uh, get in touch with your holster options beforehand to ensure that you don't always have to draw your firearm in public to disrobe. Kevin's a shoulder holster man. I'm old school, man. Yep. Don Johnson and I got, he got nothing on me. Yep. I still got that jacket. Kevin's a shoulder holster man. Um, now, if you wore the jacket today, where it's 1,000 degrees. No, it's linen. It wouldn't would make any difference. Oh, there you yeah, go. Okay. The Don, I got the, I've been, one, I've the been white wearing, linen one. I've been wearing a suit for so long. I can wear a, I can wear my suit in public, and I don't sweat. I, I can move I furniture in a suit now. I wish I had that problem. You can't wear a suit in an air-conditioned cooler without sweating. <laughs> it's the truth. It's funny because it's true. So you want to make sure you have you have the right equipment. Perhaps that's it. Maybe you know, listen here. If you're a guy that's got a uh, irritable bowel syndrome, you've mm-hmm. got you've got gallbladder disease, you've got uh, Crohn's, you've got Crohn's, and and in a bathroom, it, going a lot is you is is mm-hmm. is something you do. Perhaps the shoulder holster is the right option for you. That way, you don't have to worry about. When taking everything off. Listen, you're listening to uh, Arms Room Radio, and we're going to talk to you again after the break. Coming to you live from Caltech Studios. So enthusiastic. Have you been thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting, sport, or even home protection? There are a lot of them out there on the market. It seems like everybody and their brother has an AR out these days. So why should you choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, there are at least two major reasons. One, the arms room AR rifles are made by veterans and first responders, men and women who know what it's like to depend on a rifle when protecting life and liberty, and the AR rifle in their hands has to function right the first time every time. Two, the Arms Room AR Rifle is made right here in Central Florida with the highest quality materials and standards. Chances are your Arms Room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property. But if it comes to that, wouldn't it be comforting to know that it can? Shop the Arms Room today and check out their vast selection of handguns, shotguns, hunting rifles, Liberty gun safes, and the Arms Room AR Rifle. The Arms Room, East Colonial Drive, a quarter mile west of the Bithlow Raceway. Online at armsroom.com. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. 
Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. This is the original. The Keltec P3AT. With six game-changing innovations, it's the lightest 380 auto pistol ever made. Others may look like it, but in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it turned competitors into copycats. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See the P380 in action at YouTube slash Keltec Weapons. You're listening to Armstrong Radio, live from the Keltec Studios. Call the Armstrong Hotline right now, 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now, more Armstrong Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Keltec Studios. Welcome back to Armstrong Radio. I don't know how you do it, Earl. Every week, full crowd of people here. We're yeah. all sitting here in the bleachers, being great. Um, we're getting, we're actually getting some tips from them mm-hmm. for, uh, for, our, for for bathroom. I like uh, the lady who said, "We go together." Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I just, I'm having a hard time coming up with a concept where I want to say, "Okay, I have to go to the bathroom. One of you has to go with me." It's a, <laughs> to hold my pistol. It's a fire well, team. Just, it's a buddy system. Not really. Not sure how that's gonna. I don't know how to explain that to my wife. I'm not sure how to. Well, no, he has to go with me because he has to hold my gun. <laughs> it's going to be a weird conversation. I, I did get a, a, a tweet on the, the tweeter here. It, uh, it says 89 degrees in Vermont. So That's, yeah, that's still hot. warm. It's getting yeah. warm. Getting warm. All Everywhere. over the place. On, on the way in today into the studio, I passed a. Uh, Kidney stone. No, <laughs> no, I passed a company. Cracked the mirror that, right that in the window. It would, uh, you know, builds and installs pools. And it right. said something of, you know, apply today, I guess, to get financed or something and, you know, be swimming by summer. I'm like, thinking it, myself, it, man, like, it, it's, that's a pretty that's bad hole right there. Yeah. It's fast. I think they're anticipating one or two more cold fronts. <laughs> one or two more, so it's going to go back down to 80. Right. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Got it. That's a, a Florida cold front. <laughs> uh, shoulder holsters we've talked about. One of the best reasons to rock the Miami Vice look. Uh, I know a gentleman concealed, kept in, concealed weapon carrier who has the IBS carries that shoulder rig. I don't have the IBS. Wink, wink, wink. I got a lot of stuff wrong with me, but I don't have the IBS. <laughs> Undiagnosed, perhaps? No, sure. no, okay. it's not. No, no. We just called it the curse Andre. The it's curse of Andre. Too much cheap champagne. <laughs> yep. Don't let the cold ducks sneak up on yeah, you. That's right. Uh, I did have that problem. Uh, uh, back in the day. Back in the day, yep. If you have to hunt holster, remember trigger, discipline, and muzzle control. Just because you're in the stall... We've talked about this already, but just because you're in the stall and you've got the half inch, three quarter inch of uh, high density polypropylene surrounding you, uh, it's the, not bulletproof. It's not bulletproof. Yeah. It, so you don't don't hold your firearm and 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 oh well, it's, I'm good. There's a wall right there. It's solid. It's the it's the uh, it's the edge of my danger zone. Don't, don't put your finger inside the trigger guard unless you're ready to discharge your weapon intentionally. Yeah. Yeah. That's not now. That's not to say that you shouldn't go build a stall on your range right. and practice having to draw from that limited, confined area. You need to be able to fight inside a stall. Yes. You need to know how to do that because that is a very vulnerable position to be in. That's a great time to rob somebody <laughs> is when they're sitting on a toilet. It makes you 
kind of susceptible to encouraging the surrender of your personal property. Now, I want, I want Literally you, getting caught with your pants down. Yeah. Yeah. I want you to picture this. Well, picture most of this. Yeah. Picture, uh-huh. picture this uh-huh. from the waist up. Uh-huh. The uh, When working at uh, a certain law enforcement agency, we used to be in a very, very bad part of town. And if you wanted to go to the bathroom, you took back up with you. And he stood there at the door while you went inside. Just so you didn't have to sit there with your handgun in your hand, with your gun in your hand, <laughs> waiting for the door to come through on you. <laughs> and it was just a gamble. It was okay. Point, 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 point. Secure. Wife, go. You know. You, 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 so it didn't have to be a speed drill. You had your your partner at the door for you on the other side. Well, I, I you know, I, I studied Krav Maga for a long time, and one of the things that we were told to do for several series of classes was you, you had to wear shorts. And right. We never wore shorts in Krav Maga. You were supposed to be wearing street clothes. Right. Wear shorts. Underneath your street clothes. We show up that day. The instructor goes, all right, you first. Picks one of the students. And we had to stand in a four-cornered square where the four corners are four different students holding pads. Drop your pants. And then one of the other students would attack you with your pants down inside of what was basically the shape of a stall. And you had to fight for 90 seconds nonstop. And if the student doing the attacking got tired, they swapped students. It, boy, you, you will learn that you cannot fight effectively with your ankles tied together. <laughs> um, did your tailor ever touch you inappropriately also? or No. Just just these guys no, in just, your Krav McGraw class? Just, just, uh, <laughs> okay. right, okay. well, actually, just most of them were girls, but that, that's not <laughs> really relevant. Um, my tailor makes the pockets in my jackets and my pants specifically for holding firearms. As long as it doesn't make any cupping, you know, you're fine. No, it's just for the firearms and the magazines. Uh, this just in via Twitter. It's uh, 72 in Scottsdale. Yeah, but it's a dry heat. Yeah, but it's a wonderful dry heat. <laughs> 72? Wow. There are no mosquitoes. cooler in Scottsdale than there it is no yeah. There's yeah. a screen at, like, the Arizona border, and the mosquitoes just hit it and fall down. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're, they're not entering. not entering. Or it might be the, the rattlesnakes and scorpions that eat them. Eat them. That might be. <laughs> That's the other thing to worry about. Uh, if you have to unholster, again, please remember trigger discipline and muzzle control. Before leaving the stall, always physically touch your holster and grip, verifying that both are in the same place as when you entered the stall. All right. You you want to – this is just double-checking. I have my gun. Mm-hmm. Okay. Exactly. You Don't. should do the same thing to make sure you still have your wallet and your keys <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and your yeah. glasses. And, and, and your phone and everything yeah. else that we've started carrying nowadays. Exactly. Those of us that, have, yeah, that are, are – 100% concealed carriers. You're never leaving it, your 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 cave without your club. Absolutely. Uh, you're, you, it's part of your it's part of your everyday carry. These are my keys. These are my glasses. If you're wearing them, these are my this is my wallet. This is my gun. This is my this is my knife. It's exactly. Part of your you know you're you're checking those. It's the old watch wallet. Watch. Watch wallet, spectacles, firearm, yep. cell phone. No, wait, he's talking about the rabbi. He comes out and the Catholic priest sees the rabbi cross himself. And the rabbi goes over and the priest says, did you just cross yourself? No. Well, I just saw you make the sign of the cross. No, no, no. Watch, wallet, spectacles. glasses, zipper. <laughs> Before leaving the stall, touch your grip and touch your holster. Make sure it's there. This is this is where it happens. You, you stand up. I'm done. You've... You lift a seat. You 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 pull some you pull some paper down. You grab your backpack and boom, it's it's gone. 
It's out of your vision. You've you've been sitting there staring at it. And and, and no, that never happens. That never happens. How happens many times, all the time. How many times have you walked out? Of a public bathroom or the bathroom at work. I'm not talking about walking through Grand Central Station. I'm talking, you know, the bathroom at work. How many times have you walked out, got halfway to your desk, and go, "Crap, I left my phone in there." Mm-hmm. You know, and it was sitting on top of the the the, the paper dispenser. Exactly. Okay, it's the same thing. If you're going to leave your phone there, you're going to leave your firearm there. All right. So check it. Do the do the uh, it's the sign of the cross. That's right. Check and make sure you have all your stuff with you that you came in with. Then, once you've now you've done it, you've, you've okay. I've tapped, I've tapped my holster. My gun is there. I've tapped my pocket. My wallet is there. And before you're done, take another spin around. Look, take you a, might find someone else's firearm. You might find somebody else's <laughs> firearm, or you're perhaps bonus your, your magazine. Exactly. You, yeah. I, listen, I did the blind check. I felt my firearm. It's back mm-hmm. in the holster. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, how many times do you stick your finger in the magwell? Well, you shouldn't be doing that in the bathroom stall. Anyway. No. Uh-huh. Um, the you want to make sure your firearm stays together in there. Mm-hmm. In the bathroom is no place to do a strip and clean. Nope. Of the firearm. Nope. Of uh, the other stuff, you'll probably want to yes, make sure it's clean. The, <laughs> the, the no job is finished until the, the paperwork is done. done. Correct. Open carriers, they, uh, you know, you pretty much have the same list of commandments, but you you get to pick the luxury of being able to use a level two or three higher retention holster. Also, you you're carrying outside. You know, usually when you have a concealed weapon holster, it's not a it's not a, it's it's secure. It's snap. Maybe it's click it's, in. It's a friction fit. Yeah, ma- yeah, majority of them. You know, you know, you've got a lot of the. Uh, um, I'm trying to think of some of the brands. Um, Uncle Mike's has them, um, you know, the ones with the little buttons on the side of the Kydex. Blackhawk. Blackhawk, uh, thank you. Serpas. Serpas, exactly like those. So you get to have a, a, a threat level two with the second retention system on it. But if you're carrying, if you're, you know, like 90% of the people out there and you've got a inside the pants a holster, it's just, like you said, it's, it's friction, 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 friction fit. fit. Friction fit. But if you're an ex- outside, the, if you're an open carry guy... You, you're carrying basically the same rig as a law enforcement would. You know, or threat level at least two. You should be. Yes, exactly. Threat level two unless or threat it's level a, three. Unless it's a dummy, it's a prop. You want them to grab it. It's a, <laughs> if it's a blue gun, that's the blue yeah, gun. Yeah, that's, that's the blue the gun. Some blue guns you don't want to grab. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying. They've, it all comes full circle. They've, 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 they've been in the bottom of the, of the, of the porta potty on a very, <laughs> very hot day. These yes, cells. yes, we just spent an hour talking about bathroom issues. We did. We well, did. They, were, they were tied in with guns. You know what, That's right. though? That's right. This is the kind of thing that if you screw it up, mm-hmm. you're going to pay me an incredible sum of money to get you out of it. Then why are we because you're going to get sued. <laughs> you're going to get arrested. <laughs> you're going to lose your concealed firearm. Why are we giving advice, then? <laughs> well, you know what? Not everybody listens. <laughs> if it weren't for people who don't pay attention... I would be out of a job. It's for the good of the firearms community, and that's what we're here for, to promote Second Amendment awareness and to exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. And somebody today may have just been wondering about this but didn't know who to ask. Exactly. And hopefully right. yeah. we answered most of their questions. It's a it's a touchy topic. You know, you know it, I mean, listen, you don't go up to people and go, hey, listen, when you go to the can, what do you do with your gun? Yeah, yeah you, you exactly. Know, this is, see, this one, it's one you got to broach. So. But you can now. 
Now you can. Now you can. Listen, thank you for joining us on another great uh, two-hour segment, two-hour block of instruction here on what to do with your firearm on Arms Room Radio. We look forward to hearing from you next week, and uh, please keep in touch. And don't forget, always exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, please stay ready. Thanks for listening, y'all. We'll see you next week.